Welcome to Werner Herzog's sad movie for sad bears. Why did you turn him into a vampire? <laughs> He's just German. I want to make a movie. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm Tom. And this is Baby's First Podcast, I said. <laughs> Baby's First Watch List, the podcast that has had a real rough few weeks. We're back, baby. But we're back. We're back. We're here. We're All of us are here. Yeah, all of us are here. The whole gang. <laughs> We're probably going to maybe cough a little bit or breathe heavy because of COVID. But I promise you we don't have COVID anymore. We don't have COVID anymore. Or it's not transmissible anymore. That's right. Today, we are covering our first documentary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love documentaries, especially ones about cults and popular culture. And this is neither. I said this isn't really about either one of those things. Well... It could have been about a cult, but there just weren't them. There weren't, weren't enough, enough followers. People. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 2005's Grizzly Man, uh, which I don't know if you guys have seen. Do people watch Grizzly Man? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm not that like. Oh my god, we watched this rare movie, but like, I feel like the general population probably hasn't seen it. Yeah, well, they should because it should. was awesome. It's on Canopy. Go get a library card. Yeah. Okay. Again, Canopy is a service. That gives you, if you have a library card, you put it in and you get five titles per month, I think, or 10 Some, now. I think it like depends that. on the library. Um, and it's awesome. It's basically like you have another free streaming service that you don't pay $10 a month for. You know, do it. And it makes your taxes worth it. Yeah, that's true. Canopy is paid for by tax money. Yeah, so use it. Watch Grizzly Man. Written and directed and narrated by the iconic Werner Herzog, uh, Grizzly Man tells the life story and death story of Timothy Treadwell, a man... Were you going to say Timothy Treadmill? I was going to say <laughs> Timothy Treadmill. Shut up. R.I.P. Tim. A man who strived to live among the bears in Alaska. Didn't go well. I mean, honestly... It kind of did go it well It kind of did go while. well. That is true. Um, this movie was released in the summer of 2005, and it has an amazing 104-minute runtime. We love to see it. Especially coming off the heels of Avatar. Oh, my God. I'm still watching Avatar. <laughs> um, although you said that the second one Is may not make Best Picture. Right. That's what I've been hearing. That's what the... Oh! My ears to the streets. That's what I'm hearing. That's going to be really helpful for our Oscar like thing we have planned yeah our oscar episode our oscars episode currently planned i think for the 25th but that might change with the schedule so we'll see and basically we're gonna try and win it's like, gonna be a game we're gonna we're do gonna, a game we're gonna fight and see who wins we're gonna do a prediction game it's not that <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be like hey you jerk we're not Austin we're Butler. not <laughs> we're not reenacting gladiator here um <laughs> So anyway, um, I couldn't find the budget <coughs> for this movie. I don't really think there was much of a budget, um, but it made $4.1 million and it premiered at Sundance Film Festival. But the thing with Herzog's documentary is, is he doesn't care. I don't think he cares what it, like, what it makes. He I does his thing. He just wants to explore things that he wants to explore, which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Sort of like James Cameron. Yeah. Right. Oh, Lord. Um, Sundance, by the way, if you guys are interested, viewers, listeners, uh, they're partly virtual again this year. 
So if you want to watch a movie, we just ordered a whole bunch of them. It's 20 bucks a movie. 20 bucks a movie. And you kind of get like the first go round. We did it last year and it was really fun. I didn't love most of the movies that we watched. Yeah, but it's um, cool to just sort of but have no really... expectations going into something. Yeah, I kind of love that. Like you don't. There's no Rotten Tomatoes score. There's, yes, there's, there's nothing. no like thing about what the plot is. So I, I really enjoyed it. And we're doing it again this year. Um, I think we bought what five movies? Six. Six, and we're gonna watch how many? Six. Woo! Um. So this Meanwhile. he does movie, this now, by the way. Yeah, he <laughs> blows raspberries. This movie, Grizzly Man, was a critical success with a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was nominated or won quite a few awards for best documentary out there. Do you know what Roger Ebert gave it? Uh, four, didn't he? Four out of four. I have his, I have his review, of course. Heck yeah. So much of the footage from this movie was filmed by the subject, Timothy Treadwell, yes. not Treadmill. It's, it's a lot of his um, his footage, like from when he was out living with the bears. Yes. Um, and over 13 summers he spent in Katmai National Park and Preserve in Alaska. All of the footage was in the hands of his friend, Joel Palavac, who actually is in... This documentary, um, wh- who with whom he founded Grizzly People, which was it just says it was meant to protect bears by raising awareness. Well, he is very throughout this movie. He is very adamant about protecting the bears, but he doesn't actually actually protect them, and he doesn't give any examples of how he's protected them. It's, so it's really funny though because after he died, the summer after he died, five bears were killed by poachers. Yeah, and Jewel said it's because he yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, which is kind of funny. But at the same time, he like fought with the National Parks Service. Like, oh, he cut like a wrestling promo on those guys. They all they did was like yell at him and give him citations for stuff because he wasn't doing right stuff. He was trespassing. He was he was breaking all kinds of regulations. He was camping too close. <laughs> he was camping too close to like the maze they called it. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't put up like a fence to like protect himself. Yeah. He like he was a mess. Um so originally <laughs> producer Eric Nelson wanted to do a TV special on Treadwell. But he met Werner Herzog at a wildlife festival because apparently Why would why he wouldn't goes to wildlife festival? Why wouldn't Werner Herzog wouldn't be he? at a wildlife festival? And so then they decided to make a full-length documentary instead. Thank goodness. Jewel Timothy's friend agreed an ex-girlfriend. Yes. He has like 5,000 ex-girlfriends. Yes. So bizarre. Yes. Um, But he acts like. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like an incel. Like he never had it. a girlfriend in his <laughs> yes. life. Yeah. Jewel agreed to hand over a hundred hours of archival footage and the rest is history. Tom, this is like one of my favorite. It might be my favorite documentary. It is. It's my favorite documentary. It's so good. It has such an interesting point of view. Yeah. And tone to it. The tone is like funny, but doesn't make fun of him. Yeah, it's like it 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 recognizes the absurdity of what's going on. Exactly, I really really loved this. But it treats him with respect in that, like yeah, it doesn't treat him like a joke. Right, he's not. I mean, when you watch his own footage, yes, you may come with that you know perspective, but not based on the footage that. Werner Herzog put right. in. Right. Werner Herzog doesn't think that he's a joke. He right. finds him to be a fascinating person, but I think Herzog takes the opposite argument. 
Well, Timothy Treadwell's argument is that we can live harmoniously yes. with nature. And Herzog's is the opposite. Is that we need to treat nature with respect, and but in a way that we understand that nature can F us up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is super interesting. Yeah. This is a great documentary. It is the best. All right, Tom. I need a summary from you. Even right. though you're holding a baby, are we switching? <laughs> are uh, we going to switch him over? No, April's, April's kind of... April's on me. So, yeah. yeah, if you're listening... I'll see what I can do. ...and not watching, Tom has the baby. I'm wrangling I'm the baby. April. I also have to use my phone. <laughs> so we're going to see how this goes. It's going to be interesting. All right. So this isn't a run-of-the-mill plot summary. Because it's not really presented in a way where it's like a plot. So I'm just going to sort of run through the concept and some of the major events that we <laughs> like see. The, like the bumblebee part? Like the bumblebee part, I think, <laughs> is in here, yeah. Uh, okay, so Herzog used sequences extracted from more than 100 hours of video footage shot by Timothy Treadwell during the last f- five years of his life, where he would live in the summers with grizzly bears in Katmai National Park in Alaska. And he kept saying he did it all by himself, but he didn't. No. Uh, Treadwell is a 40-something surfer-looking dude who grew up on Long Island, moved to California. He added a, uh, a fake Australian accent at times. Uh, he sort of is like a knockoff Steve Irwin. Mm. Uh, he ran a nonprofit group called... He founded and ran a nonprofit group called the Grizzly People, as we spoke about. And he would go around to schools and kind of just show children how great bears are. And, he did it for uh, free. He did it for free, uh, which is cool. I mean, I do like that. Yeah. As long as he's not like, oh, go walk up to the bears. Like, you know, but as long as he was doing like, listen, I don't have really all that much against what Timothy did. Timmy, Tim. All right. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, Treadwell had been living with the bears for 13 consecutive summers with the pretext of studying and protecting them. He gives them names like Sergeant Brown, Mr. Chocolate <laughs> and Mickey. <laughs> Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> He nuzzles them with his hand, he puffs his chest when they get aggressive, and he alternates between talking about how much he loves the animals and talking about how they will slaughter him if he ever acts the wrong way around them. And he alternates between being like, oh, you're the cute bear, and being like, oh, you better not get near me, bear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He has footage of events like two bears fighting, corpses of a small bear and a small fox, a fox stealing his hat and bringing it back to its den, which is one of my favorite parts of the movie. The foxes are so cute. And a lot more legitimately fascinating material. Throughout the video footage of his trips to Katmai, we also get a picture of Treadwell's worldview. While his ideas about bears in the animal kingdom are rosy and romantic, despite recognizing the inherent dangers of living with and interacting with bears, his ramblings on other issues are less focused. <laughs> Questionable at best. Treadwell's thoughts range from his connection with the wild to paranoia, self-pity, misogyny, homophobia, and obscene rants. And obscene rants against poachers and the park service. He also touches a pile of bear poop and exalts about how much he loves yeah, it. Yeah, that was so gross. <laughs> Herzog also conducted and filmed interviews with Herzog also conducted and filmed interviews with Treadwell's family and friends, as well as bear and nature experts. And the park rangers and the experts commented on statements and actions by Treadwell, such as his repeated claims that he was defending the bears from poachers. <laughs> park rangers noted that, I guess, up to that point, there had never been a recorded incident of poaching at Katmai National Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently ended the year after he died. Yes. Park rangers also pointed out that, duh, bears are wild and potentially dangerous animals, given that Treadwell was lucky to have survived as long as he did without getting mauled. Pretty impressive. 
One park ranger suggested that the Bears were so confused by Treadwell's direct casual contact that they weren't sure how to react to him. They said it in a... The guy said it in a bit more of a brusque way, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, other park rangers note that the Bears were not threatened by poachers, but that Treadwell's actions put them at real risk That's of harm really interesting, actually. Uh, by familiarizing them with human contact... The theory is that Treadwell increased the likelihood that they that the bears would approach human uh, habitation seeking food and would cause a confrontation in which humans would kill them. Uh, so in 2003, Treadwell was camping in Katmai with his girlfriend, uh, Amy Huguenard. Treadwell usually left the park at the end of summer, but that year he stayed into early October. He's like, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. <laughs> This put him and Huguenard at greater risk because in this period, bears are aggressive about searching for food to store up calories for hibernation during the winter. Mm -hmm. Herzog speculates that their staying later in the season ultimately resulted in their being attacked and killed. It got like, I don't know if you say this, like they left. No, then, I actually didn't say that. So they left to like be like, all right, season's done. Yeah. And then something he happened got with into their a, flight. Yeah. He got into a fight because his he thought that his uh f flight was too expensive or something or like there was a discrepancy with how much it cost so then he said all right forget this i'm going back yeah and then they were going to stay an extra week and amy was like i really don't want to yeah. i'm really scared. amy who they noted was afraid of bears yeah um she must have really liked this guy i'm like yeah. Oof. um tim <laughs> and something else the bears that they were like friendly with had already yes. hibernated. So it was all these kind of unfamiliar bears that migrated towards that area. So yes. it wasn't the bears that he's known for the past decade plus. It was all these new bears yes. that were more aggressive, more hungry and uh, getting ready to hibernate, getting ready to hibernate. Uh, so, so yeah, Tim and Amy, they are attacked by a bear. This is kind of interesting, too. It is, like, literally the night before they're due to be picked up. Mm -hmm. Like, the guy comes in with his helicopter the next day, and That's he's like, the... where are they? Yep. So the pilot who discovered their remains noted that he saw a lone man's arm with a wristwatch and couldn't keep that image out of his mind. And the wristwatch was still ticking. And you, they have the watch. He give, uh, Werner gives it to um, Jewel, I think. Yep. Um, and so he... After an investigation, the coroner and the park police gave the, the okay, so I have it here, gave the wristwatch to Jewel Palavec, an ex-girlfriend of Treadwell. Treadwell had bequeathed her his belongings, which included his video camera, which had captured an audio record of the attack, but they think it was a surprise because they didn't have time to take the cap off the camera. So it's just the audio. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was six minutes. Yeah. And so Herzog, so... Jewel gave Herzog permission to listen to the audio record. Okay, one moment. Uh, and he didn't play it for the audience because he was... You can you see him listening to it. It's a really, really, I think, fascinating way to do it. Yeah. So he, as the narrator and the director, is listening but it's just the back of his head yeah listening to the actual footage that they have the audio and he is very much disturbed Distressed. by it yeah and he tells jewel never listen to this he Burn tells it. her to destroy it yeah uh and he he then like there's like a little bit of a montage after that uh and it's like towards the end and herzog in addition to presenting the views from the professionals and all that herzog gives his own perspective like straight up 
not like, oh, I think this is what the documentarian was going for. Like, no, Herzog is like, this is what I, this is my belief on this whole situation. He concluded first that Treadwell had a sentimental view of nature, thinking he could tame the wild bears, which, of course. He also notes that in his view, Herzog's view, nature is cold and harsh, and that Treadwell's view clouded his thinking, and that led him to underestimate danger, which led to both his and Amy's deaths. And he mentions something like, he, he shows like a close-up of a bear, and... Uh, he says something like Treadwell believed that this was that he had a connection with the bear. But if you look, if you look in the bear's eyes, all you see is a half bored interest in food or something like that. It's just a totally different. You look, two people are looking at the same thing and just see the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the documentary ends with another snippet of Treadwell just walking with a pair of bears and the credits roll. Mm hmm. You didn't put the bumblebee part in. I didn't put the bumblebee part in. Okay, so my favorite part is (laughs) there's like it's just a bumblebee just laying on a flower. Well, it's the the context is Herzog is saying like he was describing Treadwell's belief in like the amazement of nature. Okay, so Treadwell is like, here is a bee and she died. And it's just like a bee just like laying on the flower. And he's just so sad. It's so about, tragic. It's so tragic and beautiful. beautiful. And then it, there's a hard cut. A hard cut. And then it's just, oh, the bee moved. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's there's a lot of unintentional humor in this movie. Yes, absolutely. Uh, like... <clears throat> He's, Herzog's just trying to point out, like, Treadwell thinks that this is, like, this grand thing. But it's like, no, the Bumblebee's not even dead. Like, what do you... Like, you don't even know... Right. You don't even know what that is. Like, you don't right. even know what's happening. Well, you know, and one of the things I really like about this is all of the kind of uh, tough Alaskan wildlife people who just say like it is, man. Oh, man. They are... They don't have much sympathy for what happened. No. Um, and they let it be known. They don't care that a camera is getting their reaction. No. Um, which I, I appreciate. I liked, I liked that they went to the Native American Museum. Yeah. And because that's not a perspective that you get a lot of the time in, in situations like this. Um, and obviously there's a large Native American population all over America. But um, especially on a uh, uh, in an area like this. You okay? Um, and so even, they, you know, they, they were like, this guy is... He's just harming the bears. Like he's mm-hmm. he's not doing anything good for them, right? Because he's gonna get them killed. Yeah. And that may have been why five of them got killed, killed the, the following year. year. Yeah. Who knows? You might be right. I also like that they tell you at the top that oh yeah he died oh yeah like, him none dying. Of that is a spoiler. When we said that in the intro, that was not a spoiler at all. No, like it literally like is at the beginning of the. The first time you see him, it says Timothy Treadwell, and then it says his birth year and his death year. Yeah. So that is such an interesting way to do it, you know? Um, Fire of Love, we just watched. Which, yeah. Relatively recently. Which was at Sundance last year. It was at Sundance last year, and it was kind of a similar thing. Yeah. It was a married couple that really liked to go volcano chasing. They were volcanologists. Yes. And so they really, like, any time a volcano erupted, they went and traveled there or whatever. And they filmed everything. So there's, like, tons and tons of footage. Did Nat Geo pick that one up, too? Yeah. Is it Nat Geo? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's The same people as uh, Grizzly Man. Uh, Yeah. The same whatever parent company or whatever. And so 
they die too. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't. That movie was kind of like French wave, new wave, kind of. Uh, that movie interesting. That movie was more sympathetic towards the subjects. That movie had too much <laughs> science in it. There's a lot of science. There in was it. a lot. Of I science loved it. I thought it was really interesting. <clears throat> a lot of interest. Really great footage. Again, I also think it would be really good if I taught like seventh grade science. Yeah. Um, but I don't teach seventh grade science. Yeah. So I was a little bored. It okay. was like talking about magma a lot. So much magma. So much magma. <laughs> and I just Yo, yeah. Like in this I one. I liked it. That was cool. In this one, so many flying insects. Yes. Lots of flying insects. But there were a lot of cute foxes. There were so many foxes. They were so sweet, but there was a little dead baby fox. Yeah. What's a baby fox? A foxlet? <laughs> a pup? A pup? Is it a pup? It I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Oh, before we get started on my like questions and comments, I went on a little bit of a rabbit hole. Okay. Down a rabbit hole today because I looked up every person that's been killed by a bear in North America. They have a list of that? It's on Wikipedia and they tell you how everybody died, how old they were. How many were there? It was a lot. I mean, it's rare. It's very, very rare. Um, and actually in the 2020s, it's only been like four people. Because everybody's inside on their phones. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But... It what's really interesting. You should read it. It's an interesting Wikipedia page. Um, <coughs> but something that I found super interesting was a couple of different things. One was it used to be a lot more captive bears killing people. Right. Like a lot of people back in like the 1940s had bears as pets. Like one was like a four year old child was walking past a gas station and the gas station's pet bear attacked oh him. God. Stuff like that. And it's like, what? <laughs> Now, as you're closer to our current day, it's a lot more wild bears. Well, it's a lot of people probably <laughs> hiking and doing stuff like that. Now. Yes. Yes. Now, of course, Timothy Treadwell was one of them. He's fallen asleep. Yeah. Mm. Um, Timothy Look Treadwell and Amy Huguenard Hugo- Hugo- were two of them. Um, but there were a couple other interesting ones I wanted to talk about before uh, we get into our questions. Okay. Because why not? You Go know? for it. This is probably the only time we're going to be talking about bear attacks. Yeah. So one thing, oh, well, one thing I found interesting was we've been to a place that has a lot of bear attacks. Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone what National What about Yosemite? Park. Yosemite, I didn't see I don't as, think there's as, as many that bears many as in, at yeah. all. We saw bears. We did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there have been quite a few attacks in Yellowstone. Uh, like, and a lot of them were just people hiking. But I could see people thinking they're hot, going off going off track, and then, you know, off trail, and then all of a sudden, there's a bear. And well, in fact, one of them I write about, a guy was told, all right, the, the people that work at the park, like, let's give you your bear safety tips. And he said, no. He said, yeah. I know enough. And then he ate a snack on a log, and then he was killed by a bear and eaten. Um, so that was sad. Um, one was a little girl. That was like a one-year-old whose parents were carnies, and the bear ate her. Like at the carnival. Carny bear. A carny bear. Um, and then, oh yeah, there was one in New Jersey, and it was very recent. It was actually 2014, and it was a 22-year-old. So it was someone that was our age. Where? In West Milford. Oh okay. In a park, a guy, I. I think his name was Darsh Patel. He and some friends were going to go on a hike. And as they entered into the park, 
this couple was like, there's a bear up there. You shouldn't go. And they're like, okay, but we're going to just go. And <laughs> him and his one friend went to take pictures and it didn't end well. The other friend came back? Uh, every, I was, yeah, they scattered and then he just, he, he died. He was the unlucky one? Yeah. Um, another thing was there was a famous... Um, 22 years old is not our... Oh, my God, but not, I'm not reading that. Our producer here is sending inappropriate text message. <laughs> he said, damn, he had to be brown. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> the other thing was there was a very famous movie bear that... Ended up killing a trainer. Oh, Paddington. Not Paddington. <laughs> no, it's actually from a movie that you like that I haven't seen. That is a uh, a comedy from the 2010s. That late a, 2000s, early 2010s. That there's a bear in? That there's a killer bear. It's like something the killer bear. Dewey the killer bear or something is his name. Oh, this sounds familiar, but I can't remember what movie it is. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Dewey the Killer Bear. <laughs> I think it's Dewey the Killer Bear. I, I can't stop thinking of the the killer chimp from uh, Nope. Yeah, no, it's oh my god, that movie Nope like scarred me. There's one yeah. scene in that. There's two. Scenes oh, in oh, that. <laughs> was it Semi Pro? <laughs> yeah, it was Semi Pro. So like literally like three months after Semi Pro came out, he killed his trainer. Oh man, isn't that wild? Well, in the movie. <laughs> Will Ferrell is just like a like a snake oil salesman basically, and he 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 gets into a like he has a staged fight with a bear, and the bear like tries to kill him. There you go, and he escapes. Yeah, well, it's kind of sad. What yeah, is happening? St- Stefan or Stephen K. Miller. Yes, he died. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't he, the actual bear's trainer. He was like the brother of the trainer. He wasn't working as a trainer, but he was attempting to perform a bear wrestling stunt supervised by his brother, Randy, or his cousin, Randy. Cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Wild, right? And then something else that I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> Dewey the Killer Bear is the name in Semi-Pro. Yes. Rocky the Bear. Rocky is, the is Bear is the, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. is the, the bear's professional name. I don't know. Yeah. His government name. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Semi-Pro. We got to do Semi-Pro. We're actually doing Step Brothers in a uh, couple weeks. soon. Yeah. Um, what's really sad to me, though, is that like the bears are often killed uh, when they kill people. Th- this one was. I'll, most are yeah um which is sad like a bear's gonna bear like what are you gonna do i mean the grizzly man one is entirely treadwell's fault right like and then that bear was killed yeah. and it's like well i thought that all your job was to protect the i bears. think that's what herzog says at some point in there too he's like his one job was that he was protecting the bears but he got he specifically got this bear killed yeah right exactly um but they did find their remains inside the bear like that bear did it. The bear was caught red-handed. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, so the other thing I found on Wikipedia was that in the largest bear attack happened over like a while, and it was a bear that like terrorized a Japanese town in like 1915. He killed seven people. He just he kept would, like back. enter houses and just attack people. He just kept coming back. He just kept coming back. That is wild. And then there were people. I would that- move. After, like, the fourth one, I'm getting out of there. <laughs> it's crazy. And what's interesting is that a guy who was, like, a little kid when this happened, um, he ended up becoming, like, a bear hunter. Like, that was his job later. That's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he said for every every person that was 
killed, I'm killing 10 bears. Which, again, I don't agree with that. Right. It's not A bear that... is going to do what a bear does. Even if you kill the bear that killed your family or whatever, the other nine, it's not their fault. No, I don't even think that I'm just saying, even his if... family was killed. I think oh. he just was like, it was his village. I was, I was writing that into the film that I'm going to make. Yeah. <laughs> but I found that super interesting. It's one of those, like, you know, I grew up a true crime aficionado, and you get down major rabbit holes when it comes to that stuff on wikipedia so if you're interested in learning more about bear attacks in uh you know north america there's a very comprehensive wikipedia page on it and that's what i did with a lot of my time (laughs) i'm glad to hear that yeah that is our that is our uh deep dive podcast prep yeah exactly wikipedia articles about bear attacks (laughs) exactly so my first question is if you could go and do something every summer, what would it be? <laughs> um, do I have to do the same thing? It could be like, well, I, just give an answer. What do you mean just give an answer? Like, I have a question. Well, I, and then I can tell you if the answer is good or not. Well, I would, I would maybe, I mean, something down this road, like maybe do a different national park every summer. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really good. <laughs> I, I think I would do something similar. Like I would try every every example of mint chocolate chip ice cream in this state and then I would rank them. Yes, that's exactly the same. <laughs> You're going outside. <laughs> Most ice cream shops are like outdoorsy, right? Listen, we just quarantined for a, for about a, almost a week and Aaron is like needed to get outside and now it's just like getting mint ch- mint chocolate chip ice cream is the same thing as going to a national park. Here's the thing with mint chocolate chip ice cream, the ideal one, number one, the most important thing when it comes to mint chocolate chip ice cream, it needs to be green. I don't want white mint chocolate chip. I don't want pink peppermint chocolate chip. Green, green, green only. Okay. Number two, no rectangular chunks. See, I'm good with the rectangle. I know chunks. you are, and I'm not. I'm I have not no, okay with it. I have no strong feelings on any of these things. I need mini chocolate chips. I'm also okay with an Oreo swirl. That's fine. But not me. peppermint. No. Okay. If you have peppermint ice cream, I like that too, but that's separate. Okay? All right. That is the most important criteria for my Timothy Treadwell every summer traveling around New Jersey ice cream parlors to rank mint chocolate chip ice cream. But it's funny because the where we are, we're closer to Pennsylvania than we are to like like Bergen County, New Jersey, which is in the, which is up north. Yeah, that's true. So like you're going to we're going to abide by that boundary. We're not going to head over into like like nearby in Bucks County. No one said it was going to be easy, Tom. Okay. You just got to do it for the for the love of the game. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's for fair. For the love of nature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the love of green. I said, who else would you like to direct Grizzly Man? Who, if somebody was doing like a remake? <laughs> yeah. Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Michael Bay, I think you could get some um, totally unnecessary explosions. Yeah. You could get like the like Treadwell. Uh, all of a sudden, his 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 uh, the plane that he's coming in is running out of gas, and it's and it's and it's careening towards the grizzly maze, mm-hmm. and he has to fly it out of the way, and he gets it into the water, and he makes a safe landing. Amy is safe. 
the other people that are with him are safe because apparently he was there were people there with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he swims back to shore. Uh, was there water there? Yeah, probably. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and oh yeah, duh, because yeah. salmon fishing. Yep. not in the Yemen though. And no, oh. and <laughs> he. Everybody makes it back ashore, and then all of a sudden the plane just explodes. That's mm. Michael Bay, baby. I think I would choose either Richard Linklater, because okay. then it would just be him hanging with the bears. Yeah. No real plot, just vibes. Yeah, and then uh, and 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 Timothy Treadwell would be like, played by Jack Black. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other one, I think Bong Joon Ho would do a really good job with it. Just, I just like his work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there would be a lot going on. There would be a lot of genre bending. That's right. It would be like a comedy, then it would be a mystery, then it would be a thr- which is kind of what Grizzly Man is actually. Yeah, it is. Um, my other question here is: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What about like um, what about like Rob Reiner? Oh yeah, he'd be great. Yeah, he could do it. Yeah, of course. Well, he at least could. He, Rob Reiner is specifically from like the late '80s, early '90s, because yeah. I don't think he had many hits after that time period. No, probably not. But yeah, I yeah. think that would be good. Okay. Yeah. James Cameron too. Uh, no, it'd be like five <laughs> hour long. <laughs> it would be all thirteen summers. No, well, Linklater would do it over over thirteen, 13 years. years. Well, that is what ended up happening. Yeah, so it worked out. Yeah. Um, who is your favorite person in this doc? Oh man, it's got to be Werner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, it's got to be that the cop guy, or not the cop, the pilot who's like he was stupid. Yeah, he said the <laughs> R word. Oh, I don't like that, actually. Yeah, we're not he's, that he's guy. Not, we're not with that guy. Yeah. He said, I think they thought he was. Yeah, that's very <laughs> messed up. I don't like that. It was not good. No. Um, Yeah, I mean, you got to love Werner. You got to love... Um, You don't have to love the coroner. No. That that, guy, I did like him, actually. That guy, so was, that guy was insane. So he goes into the most gruesome detail about how these people died. And it's like... Like he's getting pleasure from what he's saying. He's just very like, and then blah 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 blah. But like, no, matter of fact, no. But like the way it's being filmed is like, it's they're in like his lab or whatever you want to call it, and the camera is like right up in his face, and his face is like in shadows, and he's like, and then the you know the the shoulder was torn off, and like he's like staring directly into the. It's so creepy. <laughs> that's great directing. It is. It's it's yeah. that's cinematography. That's that's cinema. Um, I said here, would you go with me on my bear summer if I asked you? Because Timothy Treadwell, he said that he, like, he always made it seem like he was by himself all summer. It was but his character. His act- character his was character, by himself. Yeah. But he actually brought a companion girl, a different girlfriend. Multiple times. Yeah. Quite a bit. And according to Wikipedia, um, Amy was with him three of the summers, not just two, like the documentaries. Oh, okay. Um, so that's true love three times yeah i think you i think it's true love if it's the first time i agree if you're going to the grizzly maze yeah yeah so are you coming with me if i'm trying to live with the bears is this pre-baby yeah i would need a little bit more preparation and like a like an itinerary i think before i did that before i jumped into that and I don't feel that Treadwell had much of that going on. No, he was just like, I'm living with the bears. Yeah, like, what do you want? I have this weird tent, and that's it. I'm yeah. living with the bears yeah. and the foxes. That's it. Yeah, so you wouldn't. Mm, uh, I would have to think long and hard about it, but I would I would lean towards no. I would probably I would lean go with you if it was, like, your fifth summer. 
Like you've done this. You well, know she, what you're he doing. had done it by yeah, eleven so times. If I was by Amy, yeah, I'd probably go. I'm ride or die. Yeah, but I would have to know what kind of, what kind of bugs are out there. Those were freaking. That was a lot of bugs. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like there, I'm talking like I'm not like bugs, uh, whatever. But I'm like malaria, <laughs> like that kind Is of stuff. Malaria in Alaska? I don't know. I, I would know. have to know. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I got Lyme disease, and it was not fun. I I just kept throwing up in my car. <laughs> yeah, on the way to my grandma's funeral. Oh, my God. Literally, <laughs> literally, I got Lyme disease, and your cousin's wedding was that weekend, and then your grandma died, and the funeral was the day before. So I was laying. The remember? day before the wedding. Yes. Yes, yes. So I was, remember, I laid on the floor in your bedroom. Yes, I remember. And then I I literally could not stand up at the church. Yeah. I couldn't stand up. It was so bad. It wasn't good. And then the wedding had so much food. And you could barely eat it. And I could barely eat it. And I couldn't drink because I was on antibiotics. Yeah. I couldn't have, you know, the champagne toast. It was just me, a couple of vegetables. (laughs) Like Timothy Treadwell. And like a fever. It was like a fever dream. You were the Timothy Treadwell of that wedding. It was really bad. <laughs> the wedding was great, though. Yeah. Yeah. And the funeral was nice, too. Um, but the, the Lyme disease was not pleasant. Um, I said here, the craziest thing about this movie is his mom's eyeshadow and that his oh, dad... Oh, I forgot about the parents. I forgot about... His dad is wearing those glasses where the sunglass part flips up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 Like the... They were typical Long Island. Yeah, but they live in Florida now, of course. Yeah, well, you know. Um, I missed the part where they tell the camera, they tell Werner that Timothy has some, like, mental issues and, like, he was didn't really know, like, where he was going to be, like, what he wanted to do. And before... And when he went to California, he started doing, like, picking up acting jobs and doing, like, auditions, auditions. for stuff. And... According to them, Timothy Treadwell was, and he, Timothy Treadwell is not his real name. That was a that was a name he he picked stage up when name. he a stage name he when he went to California. Um, I forget his real name, but it was like something normal, like uh, Beckett or something. Yeah, Timothy Treadwell is a great. That's a great name. A great name. Uh, but he was doing auditions, and according to his parents, he was the runner up for the Woody Harrelson role in Cheers. <laughs> It's genius. It's absolutely genius. Sliding doors, man. Maybe Woody Harrelson would have been the one in Alaska if that Maybe. if he didn't get that role. And Maybe. and you know, Timothy Treadwell would I have been I can actually in, see that, I think. Timothy Treadwell would have been in White Men Can't Jump. Yes. And in and three billboards. Yeah. Maybe Zombieland. Timothy Treadwell. Could have been him. <laughs> I think no one talks about the fact that Timmy had a boogie board with a Union Jack on it. <laughs> Well, I yeah. want you to just think about that. A boogie board. Yeah. With the British flag. Yeah. Well, he was pretending to be Australian. So, but that makes no sense. He couldn't get the one with the Australian <laughs> flag on it. And the Union Jack is on the Australian flag. It is. Flag. It's just in that corner. <laughs> yeah. What would you want He's on a, your boogie board? I don't know, but t- Tim's an Anglophile. It's called Le- It's a Lisa Frank Dolphin is the correct answer. Oh, I would actually do like uh, Ash and Pikachu. On a, on your boogie board? Yeah, because I had a skateboard that was Ash It'd be kind of cool if you did Ash and Pikachu like riding a dolphin. Why wouldn't they be riding like a Lapras or a Pokemon? Okay, number one, I'm not a freaking nerd, Tom. What is a Lapras? It's a Pokemon. What kind of Pokemon? Is it an aquatic Pokemon? It is. It's got like a, <laughs> it's like a big turtle almost with a really long neck and a giant shell. 
All right. I, I think that's fine. It's the Pokemon that Ash surfs on. Are turtles in the ocean? The, yeah. I mean, they're both, they're amphibians, I think. Or rept- are they reptiles? <laughs> I think they're amphibians. I think they're reptiles. But they're both. They, uh, <laughs> Frogs are amphibians. Let's find out. Turtles yes. are probably... I feel like the shell makes them... I don't know. Are they scaly? I think they're reptiles because they... they're scaly? Yeah. Uh, turtles are reptiles. And frogs are amphibians. Frogs are amphibians, Like yeah. the frog from our next movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, spirited away. That's right. Um, okay. Well, I still would go with the classic 90s Lisa Frank dolphin. I, both of our both of our choices are 90s inspired. They're very nostalgic. Yeah. What does that but, say? But I literally had an Ash and Pikachu skateboard. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. You never of. skateboarded. I did for like a couple days. <laughs> like when I had the well, like when I played the bass. I, I, the I, bass had, I, I got a guitar one Christmas. It was like, yeah. uh, well, um I I went to Guitar Center and like picked out a bass for myself. <laughs> and then I played it like four times. <laughs> I still have it. It's at home. That's Maybe good. I'll pick it back up. Maybe. Uh, did you ever go boogie boarding? No. It's I, fun. I have never been. Uh, I've always kept the ocean at arm's length. Mm. And then. You're so like, I respect Mother Earth. I don't like where things are faster than me, first of all. And everything in there is faster than me. Also, there's just so much unexplained. Second. I was going to. I was. A few years ago, I went to Myrtle Beach with a bunch of my friends, and uh, this was probably like seven, eight years ago now, and I went to the beach, and I was like, okay, haven't been a big fan of the beach. I'm fine with the beach. I haven't been a big fan of the ocean, the water, very much in my life. I'm going to do it one more time. I'm going to give it one more shot. Maybe this is going to be real fun. I'm going to go with all my friends. We're going to you know, hang out, whatever. The water's great. It's South Carolina. It's you know, right on the coast. It's nice. Stung by a jellyfish. That's it. That's the that's the sign. That was when I knew I'm just done. It's it's not where it's not for me. I like going in the ocean a little bit, but I'm like, <gasps> what was that? You know? Yeah, I was like that, and then I got stung by a jellyfish, and, and it's like, was... oh, seaweed, and you're like, ew, and then you're like, <gasps> and then it was like jellyfish pieces. You know, jellyfish pieces. Yeah, where it's like, <laughs> like someone threw like Vaseline in the ocean. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I, trust that. I got stung a few times that day. Like, there was, like, four at one. It was, like, all these, like, little ones. Did you do the, you know? No, I didn't. Apparently, it doesn't work. Oh, okay. But we thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't the only one who got stung. A few of us got stung. Wow. Myrtle Beach, get it together. Yeah. Honestly, Myrtle, I mean, Myrtle Beach isn't freaking, you know, Amalfi Coast, exactly. So. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm sure they both have senior frogs. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, Something else I found on Shout out Broadway on the beach for all my Myrtle Beach heads. (laughs) You know, a lot of people are killed there. Like it's a big Myrtle Beach? like Myrtle murder hub, yeah. Oh really? I didn't like, know that. Like a lot of true crime if you watch like disappeared. Hey, um, Myrtle Beach people, we made it. All right. Um in the 85 year history of Natmai Nat National Park, this was the first instance of someone being killed by a bear. Ironically, and also fittingly at yeah. the same time. My last question slash comment. This is takes us a little bit out of Grizzly Man because you know you got to get out of the scientific nature of what we're doing here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're always yeah. We're always too scientific. It's a little too, too detailed. Too detailed. Yeah. Um. What are some of your favorite documentaries? And don't worry, I have a list of like fifteen of them. So this one is my favorite one. Uh, I went back and I looked at my list on Letterboxd. I all, did the same thing. All the docs that I have. Oh, I just pulled it right back up. That I have rated. Um, this is the only one I have rated five stars. Wow. Uh, my other ones that I have are Fire of Love I have up here. Um, 
one of the best ever is King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. That's right. Who showed you that? Uh, you did. I did. It was one of those that was like on my list forever, and then I just hadn't never got to it. King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters is about like a normal guy who beats the Donkey Kong record, and there's a crazy guy who gets mad at him. Billy Mitchell. Yeah. Yep. It was like... Was supposed it was supposed to be adapted into a movie and Ben Stiller was rumored to be in the running Billy? there. Yeah, I could see him from like Dodgeball, like like exactly. White Goodman from Dodgeball yeah. as Billy Mitchell. But it never came to fruition, unfortunately. I think they're aren't they picking it back up? Aren't they going to end up doing something with it? I or, truly hope so. I thought I read something, or maybe they're doing a follow up or something like that. I don't know. It slaps. Um, thirteenth on a more serious note. Yeah. Um, about the Thirteenth Amendment. And how um, it's an, it's Ava, Ava Duvernay, Duvernay, and it's about the prison system and and how it um, has forced uh, racial inequality. Yep, um, it's very well done. Yeah, awesome. Those are the three that I've rated four and a half stars. Okay. Then I've got just to rattle a couple off. Um, Flea. Yep, we just watched that last year. Uh, three identical strangers. Yeah, I put that on my list. Summer of Soul. Yeah, I love that one. Crip- Shout out Quest Love. Crip Camp. I love Crip Camp. Murder Ball. That's a great one. Spellbound. Oh, that's a great one. The Last Dance. Oh, that's the My- Michael Jordan one, right? Yeah, and apparently this is listed as a documentary. Jackass. Yeah, Jackass <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Yep, that's a great one. Um, I don't know. You got Exit Through the Gift Shop. I love that one. Uh, Dear Zachary. Yeah, I love that one. That one's traumatizing. Yeah. Um, I watched some for the Oscars the last couple of years, but none of them really are like majorly stuck out at me. Um, Won't You Be My Neighbor was good. Yep. You're adding all these good ones. The Andre the Giant one was good. That was all right. Yeah. Um, that was the only one you said was all right. <laughs> um, uh, and I think there was one more I saw that I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, remember The Princess? I put The Princess. Yeah. That's a Princess Diana one. Yeah. Told like without a narrator. So it's pretty much through footage. Yeah. Um, it's so good. There's also one that Orson Welles did later in his career in like the seventies called okay. F-, F for fake. And it's about, it's a documentary about how like all art is fake. I feel like that's very exit through the gift shop. It kind of is. It's, it's, it's definitely a precursor to something like ex- exit through the gift shop. And exit through the gift. Did shop I say is- that? I meant to say that if I didn't. There you go. Yeah. That, that one is uh by Banksy. I literally wrote, I'm looking at my review for F for fake and I wrote, it feels like Banksy owes his existence to this movie. <laughs> there you go. I also have Amy, which is the Amy Winehouse doc, okay. which is very similar to the princess in the way it's told. Yeah. Um, what about Beanie Mania? Oh, about Beanie was, Babies? <laughs> that was fun. I love watching, I love watching like trashy true crime docs. Like remember abducted in plain sight. Oh my God. I didn't put that, I don't that on here. That was wild. wild, and you just feel awful. Yeah, you feel terrible. you feel di- you feel dirty watching yes. something like that. Won't you be my neighbor? Was so good. Was though. the opposite of that. Yes, I went. I saw it in theaters by myself, and it was like me and a bunch of like forty-five-year-old women. I'm like, we're all sobbing. <laughs> we're sobbing. That was a good one. I was so cute. I liked it more than the movie, the the Hanks movie. Uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes, yes. Even though director Marion Heller, she's good. Shout out. Yeah. Um, she has a movie coming this year. <clears throat> Does she? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say its name on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really liked Crip Camp from last year, the year before. Yes, that was nominated for the Oscar, right? That um, was nominated for the Oscar. I forget if it won. 
I don't know. I don't think it won. Um, but it was very much about uh, disability rights in the United States. Yeah. Well, you like cheer and stuff. Like you, you like like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff too. Which I think that stuff counts. It's just a yeah. It's like a docu series. Just a TV. Yeah. Um, that took a dark turn in season two. Yeah. Uh, Summer of Soul is really good. I love Summer of Soul. It's basically oh, that's what won. like that's an what extended won. concert. Yeah. Um, that was a the Harlem, uh, what, music festival. Yeah. Uh, and it, the footage was lost for 50 years. And, and they Questlove found it, got it and restored it. And it was awesome. I will just do anything Questlove. If Questlove has something musical out there, I'm going to watch it. And it's going to be amazing. Great. He just knows so much about music. Um, You missed the best docu- documentary of all time, Hoop Dreams. I haven't watched it. It's so good. It's about two uh, high school basketball players that want to become NBA stars. Did they? Oh, I don't think so. Um, I don't remember though. Uh, Murder Ball. If I know you mentioned it, if you don't know what that is, it's um like a wheelchair. Uh, it's not wheelchair was basketball. It, was it rugby? Wheel, or wheelchair something? rugby or something. It's a really like hardcore sport, Olympic sport. And the main guy in it is in one of the Jackass movies. Yes, and it's he a, does stuff with. And them. it's like an MTV. Yeah, it's, doc, it's so it's you know it's wheelchair rugby. Uh, the catfish documentary is actually not bad. The original? Yeah, before it became uh, catfish. the catfish TV show, <laughs> which also is iconic. Uh, Dear Zachary, you mentioned that one is... It, I I almost threw up. I was crying so hard that I almost... Th- I started like dry heaving. Um, so that, if you're looking for something that makes you do that, yeah. Dear Zachary is great. Um. Yeah, Exit Through the Gift Shop is like a Banksy thing where it's like, is it really a documentary? He it's Mr. Sort of, Brainwash. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically like uh, talking about and showing this art, upcoming artist, Mr. Brainwash, because he washes your brain. Yeah. And it, you're kind of like, is this guy for real? And all these like celebrities end up buying his work, and it's all like kind of fake. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting, too. It is like effort fake. That's very similar. There you go. Um, Mad Hot Ballroom is really good. That is, uh, kids living in New York City that take ballroom lessons at school in their public schools, and they end up having a like a competition. Uh, very similar to like a Spellbound, which yeah. is about the spelling uh, the spelling bee. That's a great. And it goes to all the kids and their families. Oh, so good. Uh, Young at Heart is another kind of fun one. It's about a nursing home where uh, they have a choir. It's really sad, though, because some of them die yeah. during it. But it's really, really good. And, you know, I never hate on a supersize me. That was I, fun. I have that, but I haven't seen it in so long. I, don't really I know. I don't know if it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember liking it. I remember liking Supersize Me. I just haven't seen it in a long yeah. time. Um, and then there's lots of other one. going clear is really good. Oh, that's yeah. about the Scientology. Scientology. Um, that's very eye opening. You learn a lot. Uh, yeah. And then you have some of the lighter ones. Beanie Mania is fun. Um, there's some stuff like that. Uh, I saw I just watched one the other day. It was a couple episodes. It was like, dude, where's or hey, Pepsi, where's my jet? Oh, yeah. And it was about this kid who tried to win the Pepsi jet that was in a commercial by getting enough points and it wasn't actually real but they didn't say it wasn't real on the commercial so like they took it was it. like a fighter jet. it was like a military yeah, it was like jet. a military jet uh so that one's fun that's on netflix i also funny. the baby has risen um i also like i uh, 
a couple of other series. Evil Genius is interesting. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. That one's good. Wild Wild Country. Yes. That's some good stuff right there. Um, I don't recommend The Vow. Remember that? No. That was, there was the other one that was on um, on Showtime or whatever. that About the Nexium cult. Yeah. That was from the, uh, a more objective perspective. I think it was from the yeah. people who left. Right. As opposed to the people who were in power. Maybe a little bit more in power. Who, who were in power, but were trying to cover their tracks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then go watch the How To With John Wilson episode where he randomly name drops Keith Raniere. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's so many documentaries out there. I mean, of I'm, course, I don't consider myself well versed in documentaries at all. I, I you've watch, watched more than me. Yeah, but I specifically in the true crime and pop culture arenas. Right. I don't really watch like Grizzly Man is is. I want to watch more Herzog ones. For me. I want to watch more Herzog ones. Oh, he's so good. He's got he's got a lot more that are yeah yeah. Um, he'll like go to like war zones and stuff. He has one in Antar- I think in Antarctica. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's a war zone for like. Ice. <laughs> no, it's like a war zone for like hot coffee. It's yeah, it's like a war zone for also <laughs> the thing. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, so that's all I have for you, Tom. I got a little bit. Um, I've got one thing for trivia, and it is the most Werner Herzog thing that has ever happened. So during a BBC interview about the movie, Werner Herzog was shot with an air rifle. The interview was resumed indoors. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stop. He just moved inside. And at the end, Herzog was encouraged to check his wound. He didn't even look at it. He was like, all right, let's keep with the interview. That sounds and, about and right. And they were yep. like, dude, you got to... But wait. They're like, dude, you got to go inside. We'll sit down. We'll redo it. Uh, though there was, quote, a bruise the size of a snooker ball, like a pool ball, with a hole in it, Herzog declared, "It is." It, if you know his voice, if you've seen this movie, you know exactly how this sounds. It was not a significant bullet. I am not afraid. <laughs> And they just kept going with the interview. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have a couple questions. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. <laughs> what do you think about Herzog inserting himself into the doc? Like, Loved it. I know that we love it, but do we love it for documentaries in general, or do we love it because Werner is our king? I like it in documentaries in general um, because... Even if it's like done, like you know, if James Cameron did a documentary, you know he's all over it. Right. Um, he would be everywhere, and I know we'd be kind of eye rolling of it. Like, of course, he wants to be the center of attention there, but I kind of love that. Yeah. Like, I like it. I think it's great, and this one is done so yeah. well. He's I just, appreciate he... the idea of the narrator and the director, like being us in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was trying to find out more about Timothy Treadwell. He wasn't coming into this with, like, I, I don't think he started the movie by by being like, okay, this is what I want to portray. He right. was going in and trying to find out what happened, and 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 it, it grew organically from there, I think. Mm-hmm. That's the impression I get. Right, buddy? Um, okay, next question. Almost every single person says Treadwell wanted to be a bear. Yeah. Is there an animal you would want to be? Or let me... Okay. I know that you have certain stances on animals and like whatever. Let me rephrase that. Certain stances? Let me rephrase that. If you had to be an animal, mm-hmm. what animal would you be? Probably a starfish. Why? Because they just You know they're poisonous? There. That's right. That's the reason why. April. And it's not because they're just like like chilling. Yeah? Yeah. Because they're chilling, but also they'll strike. That's right. 
I think they're poisonous. I might be making that up. I mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to be really into animals and space and all that stuff when I was a kid, and I sort of lost that. Uh, that well, interest. maybe you can regain that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch Planet. I gotta watch, I gotta watch Planet Earth. Yeah, I don't like that because they the they di- show the yes, deaths. Yes, I don't like that either. But whatever, it happens. I like when you see the cute stuff. Yeah, Herzog would be like, "It's okay, it happens." <laughs> like this is this the is meaning of life, the animal kingdom. The circle. I don't know why I'm life. sounding like Cuban. <laughs> um, okay, I wrote, would you ever date the bear guy? <laughs> what do you think it is that called these women to him? <laughs> First of all, no, I would not. <laughs> I would not date him. It's the hair, man. I also said, oh, you wouldn't date him because it's the hair. That's why women like him. <laughs> both. I think it's both. <laughs> I think they like a little bit of a long blonde locks, but... I find him to be like, like he would be chronically online when it's when he's not in Alaska. Yeah, like he would be like trolling the Reddit boards. Yeah, the dark uh, Reddit boards. I don't know about that. Well, I wrote, uh, is it his passion? Like his passion for what he's doing? Like is that infectious? Yeah, I feel like that's nice. Relatedly, is there a point where a person is into something too much? Yes. <laughs> is the he's past that point? Yes, he is. Do you think that he had a net negative or positive effect on not necessarily the bears, but on animal cruelty awareness? I no, I don't think he had a net positive because, like, nobody knows. He thinks. Like, what did he do? Well, I don't pe- people. Know. It was a famous story when it happened. Like at when the time. he died. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even his effect, his legacy, like not necessarily what he was doing. I really don't think it's a net positive, Tom. Okay. He thinks God would look down on him and be proud because he does good work for for free and spreads his messages. I think that's nice, but also, like, <laughs> just watch the movie. He, nobody like, was poaching these bears. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, he made it up until that's the, the guardian was gone. He was making it up <laughs> until the guardian was angel like, was gone. He was like staging things to be like, look at these people, and it was like people from like miles away that like had nothing to do with the bears. There were there was that one person like throwing stuff at the one bear. Okay. Yes, and that's very sad. <laughs> he was not a poacher. That is very sad. But he like it's not like he prevented anything. He didn't. Okay. I'm sorry. And guess what? He brought attention to it so that poachers then came. Right. Like thanks. Cuz there dude. was no more Avenger there. <sighs> Whatever, man. Iron Man, you know, I don't feel so good. Like the fact <laughs> is he didn't even know that that bee didn't die. Yeah. So he wasn't like a scientist. Yeah. He wasn't an expert yeah even though he probably was by the like he was like a survivalist like, kind yeah. of person more than he was like, a, okay he yeah. touched poop he did touch poop he touched and he was poop. like it was in her it was, dude it was like it a was, steaming pile of poop so disgusting <laughs> that was that was the scene right after the b scene yeah unreal it showed kind of a little bit of an unhingedness to it and that was part of the like right before he was cutting the promo on the national park service yeah he and was yelling at i him. loved like he was like cursing but but Herzog would mute the volume and give his voiceover over the cursing. Mm-hmm. So like you would see him like F this and F that, like in the background, but like just Werner's like calm German voice talking. Yes, being like, <laughs> as you can see. Yes. He was not a fan yes. of the National Park Service. Treadwell had an issue with the National Park Service. He let them know. <laughs> Are bears cute? Yeah, they're cute. You didn't say that when we were watching. <laughs> I was I was prepared for the opposite answer. Why? You said bears are not cute. You said they're scary. I said that? Yes. You can be scary and cute. That is true. I said, Think well, about what? ghosts. I said. 
<laughs> okay, who's the cutest ghost? Is it Casper? No, it's No Face from Spirited Away. No Face. He's, He's so oh, yeah. Cute. Yeah. He's like he is pretty cute. <laughs> but what about when he was eating John Ratzenberger's? No, that wasn't cute. He's cute when he's like like sitting at the the thing. Yeah. You know, and just vibing. Were you a Casper fan? No. Why not? I don't trust him. He's a little he's a little precocious. There's he's, something there's something like, going on like, there. Dude, just chill. I'm just a fan He's a little of like, too friendly. I like ghosts though. In general? I like the ghost twist. Oh, he's not a fan apparently. Sixth sense? I, I love that stuff. Yeah. The hour. Yeah. Beetlejuice. The others. I, I the hours doesn't have ghosts. No, the um, hours doesn't have ghosts. That's the one with Virginia Woolf. Yeah. Yeah. Still Nicole Kidman though. Um, I like ghosts. I just like them. I think they're cool and they're fun and they just you know they've seen stuff. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's what I like. All right, I'm cool. I'm cool with ghosts. They're they're cute. Yeah. Bears they're cute too. I don't remember saying bears weren't cute. By the way. Let's just Asari, Yogi, and Boo Boo. <laughs> Those are the two bears that came to mind. <laughs> what other bears are there? Little Bear? Yeah, Little Bear. And Mama Bear. And the Berenstein Bears? Yep. What other bears That's are there? That's a lot of bears. Uh, there's more bears. There's got to be more bears. There's got to be more bears. Paddington. Oh, yeah, Dove Paddington. Paddington's cute. Yeah. Um, the Killer Bear from Semi Pro. We're not talking about him. He's persona non grata around here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um,. Would it bother you? Okay, so this is related to him going to California, changing his name, doing all that. He had people back home that were like, yeah, I didn't care. Like, whatever. He was who he was, who he was. No, sorry. It was people in California that were like, oh, I found out that he had, like, this whole other life and that he, like, like made up this. actually Australian yeah. or whatever. So would it bother you if you found out that your friend had come up with an entirely new persona and that you were a friend of that persona and not the friend? Uh, Yeah, it probably would bother me, but then I'd get over it. It'd be one of those things where I'd be like, what the heck for like a little right. bit and then I'd right. kind of forget about it. Right. I wouldn't like hold a grudge. Right. Like if like if all of a sudden you found out that like Nick was from like Brazil or something. I would kind of be like gagged with that. <laughs> I'd be kind of like, really? Kind of cool. <laughs> I'd like and then I'd say like, okay, well, how did you, I would ask a lot of questions. Yeah. It would be like making a whole new friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of cool. How do you think Timothy would have fared on Cheers? Oh, he would no, no. <laughs> you don't Woody, think... Woody wouldn't have lasted. You don't think so? No. He wouldn't have had the uh, the romance plot line with uh, either of the either of the two people that he. Woody did not have that. He didn't. No, that was Ted Danson. Oh, uh, Ted Danson. Oh my God! You know, I watched uh... Cheers. Cheers. I watched Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I watched Cheers so much. Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name. You know, all of them were like our age. In the show? Like, Norm that, was, like, our age. Norm was who? That wasn't Ratzenberger, right? No. That was uh, the, the other, other guy, guy with the brown hair. and Yeah. The, yeah it was, like, curly-ish hair. Like, Jeff Garland-esque. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, yeah. That, they were all, like, in their early 30s. That is wild. Yeah. Well, like, Seinfeld. Yeah. Like, George, George is, like, 30. 29 <laughs> at the first season. <laughs> King. George! All right, well, all right, rank rank some 90s TV shows. You got your Seinfeld, your Cheers, your Friends. Cheers, Cheers was in the 90s? I don't know. 80s, whatever. <laughs> they all kind of have the same sheen to me. I guess. Seinfeld is definitely more updated than Cheers. Really? You think yeah. so? Are we, so we're t- so you, you name some. Seinfeld, Cheers, and in, in that, Friends. In that order? Yeah, I would yeah, go in that order. Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Is that 70s show in that group? 
That's a show I think it was later. 2000s? I don't know. Okay, but I have this really embarrassing thing that happened to me. So we, I was playing Trivial Pursuit with that my family. That is embarrassing. No, I'm just kidding. And I was like a teen. And it was like this TV show, which, you know, took uh, like filmed in the 70s, blah, blah, blah. And you said that 70s I show? Was like, I don't know, that 70s show? It was Sesame Street. Oh, my. And is... I was so embarrassed. That right. is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. But whatever. I got over it. No, I didn't. No, clearly not. You're still no, talking about it. I didn't get over it. Uh, let's see. I got a couple comments here. Um, I said that uh, there was a quote when he was getting uh, he was getting hate mail. and Timothy Treadwell? Yeah. And one of the quotes said, a bear's diet consists of liberals and Dems and environmentalists. Vibes. <laughs> I said, I wrote iconic hate mail. <laughs> um, I wrote some of the bear names down. Aunt Melissa was one of them. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, Jewel literally said she felt like Timothy's widow because she was a serving wench at some show he was putting on that was based on Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> and she like met him in the bathroom or something and they were like... Yeah, that was like, like a, they, they like met. worked at Medieval Times together or something. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, one thing I, I wrote was that like there are so many layers to this documentary. Like it's about animals to an extent, of course. Sure. It's obviously really about Treadwell. Yeah. But it's not only about Treadwell the person... It's about Treadwell, the performer. Yes. Um, and, of course, it's about Werner. Yes. It's four four layers right there. It's good stuff. Uh, very, very deep, as they would say. Um, oh, yeah. And not only did he date Jewel and Amy, there's a point in the beginning when <laughs> Werner says he did spend time with women who will remain anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lots of women. So I don't know why he had like those weird, like, these, like nice guys views. Yeah, where he was like, oh, nice guys finish us. I'm a great guy. Why can't I get any girls? It's girls like, are so difficult. They're so difficult. And all they want are, these, I'm like. He literally said it must be easier being gay. Yeah, it was not a nice rant no, at all. No, he was being very, very. He was trying. Up. He was trying to be like, poli- like he wasn't yelling or anything. He was just like, oh yeah, you know, it must be really easy to be gay because then like you just go to truck stops and it's like, dude, what are you talking about? How did we get here? First of all, no. Yeah. Second of all, shut up. Third <laughs> of all, you have all these girlfriends. Yes, that's what I'm so confused about. Inexplicably. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wrote this guy talking about Timothy and Amy's remains is too into it. Way too into it. Yeah, that was crazy. I, re- I wish we knew more about Amy. Me too, but they the family didn't want yeah. her. And there was she was only in those two frames of footage. I know. I know. Uh, so you don't really... She was like a, a physician's assistant or something. She had like a normal yeah. job. Like a good job. Not only did they say the thing about Cheers, but he was on The Love Connection. Yeah. Which you could probably find on YouTube somewhere. I'm sure I you would could. bet. Um... Let's see. Oh, remember the part when uh, he was taunting God and... Uh, he, to make it rain? Yeah. So there was like a drought or whatever, and they needed the salmon to run so that the bears could get mm-hmm. to eat the salmon. Like, They're starving! He was screaming about Jesus, Allah, and Hindu floaty thing to bring summer. This guy is just... He needs to stop. He needs to stop. But the next day, there was a downpour. Yeah, and then he was like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yes. Um... I wrote that paranoia is such a large theme here. 
It is. It's really interesting. Um, and also, I would be so embarrassed if my video diaries went public. <laughs> I would be mortified <laughs> if I like filmed myself all the he time. He told Jewel he wanted it. I read that. He wanted it to go public. Yeah, that wouldn't happen to me. I wouldn't want any of that stuff out there if I were him. Well. Uh, yeah, so then I have um, a little bit of a couple of... Uh, I read an, a review from The Atlantic. And uh, it basically said that the deaths are the key to this movie, obviously. Of course. But he, Herzog and his experts, he the experts that he interviewed, the Atlantic writer argued that they missed the point because the fact that he survived 13 years is not a bad thing. Like it's, that's not the, that's not the cautionary tale. Right. The cautionary tale, it's not its not really a cautionary tale because it's remarkable that he was not killed sooner. True. Um, and they they said that if anything, the particular of Treadwell's deaths, Treadwell's death suggests that he had found a sustainable way to coexist with the bears. Mm, wow. What killed him was an enforced deviation from his usual routine. That is true, actually, yeah. That summer, he had, uh, as we said, he, had, um, he was going to leave... It was over the validity of his ticket at the airport. There was a problem. They returned to the wilderness. Uh, the fatal borderline Treadwell cross, in other words, might not have been between species, but between months, the person said. Yeah. Uh, Herzog believes that Treadwell's death among the bears renders his life among the bears a kind of bleak joke, but arguably the opposite is true, that his life gave meaning to his death. Yeah, while, sure. While Huguenard's killing was a tragedy, it is not so clear that Treadwell's was. This is the way he wanted to die in he the wild that. with his beloved grizzly. He said it multiple yeah. times. As one friend notes, his only regret would have been that the bear that ate him was subsequently shot by the park uh-huh. service. In an eerily prescient bit of video, Treadwell even muses that being killed by a grizzly might be the best way to get his pro-bear message to a broader public. And despite Herzog's cold, hard, brutally realistic views on nature, it seems like he wanted to be wrong about Treadwell. Mm. You kind of get that from the I, I yeah. agree with that. He treats his ideas with respect and gives Treadwell room to breathe. And I thought that was an interesting take on yeah. the movie. Now, as... As you mentioned, Ebert gave it a four out of four. He, I only have a couple quotes from him. He said, The documentary is an uncommon meeting between Treadwell's loony idealism and Herzog's bleak worldview. Treadwell's footage is sometimes miraculous, as when we see his close bond with a fox who has been like his... who has been like his pet dog for 10 years, or when he grows angry with God because a drought has dried up the salmon run and his bears are starving. He demands that God make it rain, and what do you know? It does. Against much of the footage is Herzog on the soundtrack. He says, I believe the common character of the universe is not harmony, but hostility, chaos, and murder. (laughs) And over footage of one of Treadwell's beloved bears... This blank stare shows not the wisdom Treadwell read into it, but only the half-bored interest in food. <laughs> I will I will protect these bears with my last breath, Treadwell says. After he and Amy become the first and only people at, to that point to be killed by bears yeah. in the park, <coughs> the bear that is guilty is shot dead. His watch, still ticking, is found on his severed arm. I have a certain... Again, this is Ebert. I have a, a certain admiration for his courage, recklessness, idealism, whatever you want to call it. But here is a man who managed to get himself and his girlfriend eaten. And you know what? He deserves Werner Herzog. <laughs> That's how Ebert ended his review. That's great. Um, yeah, so let me see. I don't think... Well, food... Uh, <laughs> Timothy, was, gonna, Timothy was the food. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Um, he's also Miss, uh, Mrs. Nesbitt, let's be honest. Yep. 
I also wrote that his big teddy bear that he has throughout the movie is like penguin. It's like yeah. your penguin blanket. That is so true. Penguin missing today. Yeah. MIA. Um, okay, so I think I'm good. Awesome. Does Grizzly Man make baby's first watch list? Yeah. No doubt. Any takeaways? Um, you know, if you're gonna go for it, go all the way, baby. I wrote leave animals alone. <laughs> opposite messages. And I tell him that when he grabs April now. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same message. Yes. Um, another I have two more. I have um seek help if you need it. Yeah. Um Timothy Treadwell needed help. Yeah. And he did not seek it. Uh whether it's from us or from friends or professionals or whatever the need may be. And finally, treat people with compassion and you will learn more about how humans work. Yeah. Herzog could have made this about how insane it was for Treadwell to live with bears, but instead he examined why he chose to live with them mm-hmm. and how he reached that point. And it's Herzog's compassion, I think, and empathy that make this documentary so great. So, I agree with you on that. So great. So that's what we got for Grizzly Man. Great movie. Next week. Doing a weird one. I don't think it was that weird. Uh, yeah, you don't. I know. Uh, Spirited Away. A very famous um, animated film from mm-hmm. 2001. Yes. It was nominated for the award. Won. It, it won, won the it award. After it's, Shrek. Uh, it's, it's great. Uh, it's by... The director, uh, ha- Hayao Miyazaki, Hayao Miyazaki, I don't know how to say his first name, um, under his uh, Studio Ghibli, you probably know what it is. Uh, it's available on HBO Max along with nearly every other Studio Ghibli film, which is yep. pretty cool. Uh, and it tells the story of Chihiro, who is a 10-year-old girl who, while moving to a new neighborhood, uh, basically enters a spirit world. Mm-hmm. And she takes a job working in a bathhouse. To free herself and her parents and return to the human world, uh, and it made the latest sight and sound it top one hundred number seventy five. Number seventy five of all time. Uh, it was my first Ghibli movie, and it was Me long. Too. And it was long overdue. And it won't be your last. <laughs> Will it be your last? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I can tell you one thing: it's gonna make baby's first watch. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. So, Spirited Away. Probably in a couple days. I'm gonna try to get. Yeah. I'm gonna try to spin them around pretty quickly. Because uh, we, we had a little delay here. But um, yeah, so rate, review, subscribe, follow. You know the drill. Do it if you do it. Don't if you don't. Vibes. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> you got anything for, for on Grizzly Man? You got, a, you got a closer here? My closer is this. Be kind to all. Follow your passion, but don't be mean to bears. Yeah, please don't live with bears. <laughs> don't live with bears. Find a different way. Just, just do anything but live with don't bears. Don't live with bears. <laughs> All right, that's it. See you later. Bye.